Welcome back to the History of North America Extra. I'm Mark Vinette. The Maesta Panels, Chapter 16 Hewitt Fothergill was born to working-class parents in the modest South Yorkshire village of Ramarsh. His youthful academic brilliance and distinctions earned him invitations and scholarships to England's most prestigious schools. His successful time at Harrow led him straight to Oxford and finally to Cambridge. He surprised many when he refused several history department teaching positions at preeminent European institutions, choosing instead to return home and accept the professorship at the University of Sheffield. Over the past 20 years, he never once regretted his bold decision. Now, in his mid-40s, he was content with his calm bachelor life stimulating campus contributions, and the steady research challenges sent to him by the charismatic founder and leader of Denari, David Wade. This evening's challenge involved two prominent proto-Renaissance masters, painters that dominated their era and were still worthy of praise to this day. Hewitt reread Wade's request, received a few minutes ago. Hewitt, I need to know any and all connections between Giotto and Duccio and or their families. I arrive in Padua in four hours. Please rush. The short time frame given to Hewitt by Wade was not unusual. Being part of the Denari group, or Team Denari as Wade sometimes called it, added spice to the professor's quiet off-campus existence. Although he did not know the identity of the other nine members of Wade's club, and never fully understood the complete picture or extent of his leader's projects or undertakings, Hewitt's tasks were always unambiguous and succinct. David Wade had recruited him, in person, following an overseas lecture given by Hewitt at one of Wade's alma maters, Columbia University in Upper Manhattan. Denari? What's Denari? Hewitt had asked Wade, both seated at a nearby coffee shop. Denari is Latin for ten, Wade had explained. Denari is my team of experts, and I want you to be part of that team. The rules are basic. Denari members must always be available, work fast, never go beyond their mandate, stay focused, loyal, and correct. In other words, never be wrong. Get the job done. The hour-long coffee shop conversation convinced Hewitt that Wade's intentions were legitimate, legal, and financially beneficial. Since joining, Hewitt Fothergill's contributions to the group's many successes earned him substantial payments from Wade that were well appreciated by the modestly salaried college professor. Although Hewitt led a simple life and was not a spendthrift, his only indulgence being season tickets to all of Sheffield's professional football clubs, he appreciated the security his denarii money gave him. His love of football, or soccer, as Wade annoyingly called the sport, was unconditional. He reveled in the yearly drama of his city's teams and proudly pointed out, to anyone who would listen, that his favorite childhood team, Sheffield FC, was founded in 1857 making it the oldest club now playing association football. Hewitt worked with focused calm and ease that evening. He moved gracefully from his table computer to an extensive specialized book and media library 
to various communication devices strategically placed near his main working desk. He did not have an office, per se. His bachelorhood permitted him to use the entire house and every room therein as an office. He loved this privilege and considered it one of the many joys of being the sole master in his humble abode. He did, however, share his living space with a feline character by the name of Swan. Despite the distinctive cat odor embedded throughout the house, Swan was an ideal companion and all Hewitt required. After spending his days surrounded by vibrant young people on campus, Swan was his faithful, unassuming buddy at home. Hewitt advanced in his research, accompanied by the cliché British beverage he so loved. His ever-present teacup was never far from his lips, and Swan occasionally stole a sip in stealth-like manner. When reading in bed, however, Hewitt would forego his favorite tea leaves, instead finishing the day with a soothing scotch and water. As the hour approached midnight, Hewitt sent Wade the conclusions of his labors. He had provided his team leader with all relevant information connecting the two great medieval artists. One fact stood out and might, he imagined, generate consternation on the receiving end. David, attached is the info you asked for. By the way, did you know that Duccio engaged in witchcraft? Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you enjoyed the listen. The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.